Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good. Is this Kevin? Yes, it is. How are you today? How are you, bud? Good to hear from you. Yeah, you too. Well, hey, I'm glad uh, we were able to connect and uh, apologize yesterday. Janet didn't tell me about calling you until I didn't hear from you, <laughs> so I had no idea. That's all right. I usually just don't uh, I, I don't trust myself, so I just told her, listen, have everybody call me because I can't, I can't uh, be trusted. No, it's all good. Well, hey, great to speak with you again. This will be uh, our third straight uh, single from this new record we get to feature for my Behind the Song series. And, of course, um, Call It Grace, as you and I talked about last time before we talked about Good Fight, um, we both consider sort of one of those songs that really should be heard and uh, I believe will connect with people. I think it's already getting some ads, if I'm not mistaken. And um, And I'd love to feature a little bit of that songwriting process and uh, how that message kind of ties in somewhat to your personal testimony and, you know, on, on a bigger scale, kind of how it fits into the, some of the messages of this album. Right on. Do it. So let's talk a little bit about the songwriting process. Uh, was, was Seth involved in this one or how did this one come to be? Yeah. You know, um, in this particular date, um, we, John and I walked in, and Seth had the title, Call It Grace. Hmm. And, um, and so we immediately sat down. Actually, Michael Parent, who we've written with one time before, um, was also in on the date. And, uh, and so we kind of came in, and we started talking, you know, about, uh, about a different kind of song. Because you know, a lot of times you hear the word grace used in our in our uh, Christian lives and in, in, in our communities, in our conversations, in our Bible studies, and in our songs, and, and it, it, it a lot of times it's, it's in passing, you know. Mm. Um, and although you know, still valued and viewed as super important, we wanted to write a song that explains what grace is, and not just to have it be part of the song. And God, you pour out your grace, and you love us but a song that, that really was um, explaining what grace is. And uh, so it was, this was a super cool, uh, we had the verses, we had, we had a, a totally different melody for the chorus. And, um, and so as we're kind of writing the song, we're not 
we're super excited about the verses and how they're turning out, and you don't really know what we're talking about until you get into the into the chorus, and um, it just you know we're we're loving it, but the melody of the, of the chorus that we had just wasn't great, and I remember kind of stepping away in the um, in the writing session and and pulling up my voice notes. And of course, any writer has a thousand voice notes, different ideas, but um, you know. Uh, pulling out my voice notes and and I had this this melody that I thought was more of like a country melody hmm. and um and it happened to be in the exact same key and I came came back in and I said, Oh, can you mute the vocal that we have right now and and, and listen to this uh to this melody idea and it was the exact thing that we were kinda of looking for. Finally we had the idea, we had the title, we had the idea, we had what kind of road we wanted to go to write a song about grace because obviously it's something that means a ton to us. It's the backbone and, and the heartbeat of, of uh, our Christian belief, you know, system. And, uh, and, and finally we had the melody and, and the production that we just were, we were psyched about it, not even because we thought it was going to be a radio song, but, but just because it was a huge song, it was a big idea, something that we love, um, as a theme, you know, and, and, and we thought we had done it well. The Lord has really poured out spirit. So uh, you don't have to add in, by the way, that that it is my melody or anything. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't mention anything about that. But, you know, the point is is that it was just one of those lucky things that yeah. just happened to, to kind of say, man, I wish we were in a different direction. We couldn't come up with a melody. And, and we checked in our voice notes, and boom, there it was. Same key, same everything. It was just, wow, thank you, Lord. No, that is awesome, and I love that you have the new acoustic recording of it on the um, Unplugged record. So, it, you know, there's two different ways you can in, encounter it, and uh, and and to me, you know, the acoustic version actually even more uh, reminds me of the way I've heard you guys do it live, um, which which is a little more soulful and and with the harmonizing. I mean, you hear it in in both versions, in my opinion, but. Uh, I think that'll be cool to sort of point out to people that you can basically you can basically buy the song twice um, in in uh, picking up this particular track, and it's sort of right. back to a little bit more of a ballad. You know, you know, you guys have had two straight um, very up tempo, uh, pretty successful tracks. Particularly, Start a Fire was very successful, and and I think Good Fight was a good follow up, like we talked about. But um, yeah, this one's a little bit more in the in the vein of lift my life up or uh, who you are to an extent in the vibe of the song. And those were sort of more the songs a lot of people were introduced to you by. And I think that's kind of a cool, a cool sort of bringing it, bringing it back um, to that vibe a little. And uh, I I wanted to tell you that the words you use in the song, um, some, it's nothing less than scandalous. This love that took our place so I've had the privilege to speak with um, Joel Houston from Hillsong United about their song "Scandal of Grace." Have you heard that song before? No. So it's a it's a worship track uh, on their same album with with Oceans. In fact, it was the first single before Oceans, which is kind of ironic. Um, and uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that terminology. Kind of, how did you guys come up with that idea of it being nothing less than scandalous? This love that took our place. Um, that that sort of poetic description of grace. Absolutely. Well, I think you know I'm gonna have to give uh, 
your credit, Michael Farron, who, who does a lot of worship kind of stuff. Um, you know, we had this, all this whole forest pretty much done, and, and then he just kind of blurted out, it's nothing less than scandals, and right away we all were just like, that. that's, that's it. And that's, that's the perfect, you know, that's the perfect description. I mean, in Galatians 5, I think it might be 5.11, but in Galatians 5.11, it's, you know, Paul was talking about don't lose the scandalous nature of the cross, you know. And, in fact, in the, in the original context, he uses the word scandalous, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, and then they went and interpreted it to offensive, uh, uh, you know, nature or whatever. But, uh, but um, you know, it, it is a scandal. It is, it is scandalous to think, and it's foolishness to think that the God of creation who holds the, you know, all infinite power and wisdom would come as as one of his created to uh, you know sacrifice himself you know it's incredible i mean it's a scandal you would never think uh you know of a of a of a king uh in 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 our day and age that would that would do such a thing you know um and so i mean that's kind of the idea that you know hey you know what don't lose the that that um scandalous nature that that fact that, you know, God himself, you know, came as, you know, as one of us to give his, give his life. He held nothing back. It's incredible. So that, that was kind of the idea around that particular line. Um, and then, uh, you know, we, we kind of sent the song to our, to our pastor, that would be John's dad, and, and he was very excited. He called us back and told us about, you know, the, the scandal on, you know, and Paul using that. And, uh, and just said, oh, this is so, so perfect, guys. It's so theologically sound, you know, which is always something we're looking to do in our songs. Oh, yeah. And, and as far as, like, the ballad, you know, it's like I really don't think we've had a true ballad yet. Like, Who You Are was kind of different and more pop and Lift My Life Up was, was worshipful, but it was mid-tempo. Sure. You know, this is the first ballad that we have. We're psyched. It's the last song that's going to be on this record on the radio and uh, to have it be this song we couldn't be more pleased and excited whether it goes top of the charts or not this song means a lot to people we see it every every night that we play and um, it's just an awesome reminder oh for sure and and you're right this is the really first true ballad um uh, you know i think it's just it's a little more in the Tempo, like totally. for example, if somebody only and really it's worshipful. The other yeah. two songs, "Start a Fire," and even though "Start a Fire," I'm hearing it constantly. You know, people are playing at their in their church services, but um, you know, "Start a Fire" and "Good Fight" weren't weren't really worshipful. They were, you know, uh, they were different. So this is definitely I'm, I'm I'm excited. I remember sitting down to to write the record and say, and you know, I would love to have like we aren't we're not a worship fan, but I would love to have some some stuff on our record that was real worshipful, you know. Um, and at that point, we hadn't written a ton of stuff like that, so we just were just blessed to have. Oh, for sure. No, I um, I think it's awesome, and it's I'm I'm a huge fan of the song. I have been from the moment I wrote up the review of the record, which is now going on a year and a half ago, I guess, uh, which is crazy. Um, but I remembered when I first heard this track, it just really stood out to me as um, one of those you know, anthems, uh, one of those songs you can kind of sing about um, the grace and mercy you've received and 
offer it back to the Lord. And um, yeah, along those lines, um, by the way, I found I found an interesting translation in the voice translation for Galatians 5.11. I just wanted to read you that one real quick. Yeah, uh, I have the voice. I actually like the Bible quite a bit. I have that Bible. Yeah, I'll look at a couple different. But this one... This one addresses, um, as for me, brothers and sisters, if I continue to preach circumcision, as these agitators claim, then why do I still face persecution? And then here's this is the real key line. If I were to preach a compromised version of the good news, then the scandal of the cross would come to an end. And I think that's a, there's there's that word, scandal. Um, In the voice. Yeah, very cool. Um but I also wanted to, because, you know, the scandal of the cross is sort of the point of the song. Uh, and I did want to let you know, and, and uh, Pastor Dave said he heard it from somebody else, but he uses it a lot. So I, I credit him and he doesn't tell me I can't. Um, he uses the acronym for the word grace, God's riches at Christ's expense. And, and I always remember it and it always reminds me. Uh, you know, of that free gift of grace and that it is not something I can earn. You know, there's no amount of works I can do to um, to to be in God's grace, that it's it's grace upon grace. You know, it's uh, where sin abounds, grace abounds more, that kind of an idea. So, yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about how you've experienced God's grace in your own life and how you'd like people to apply the message of this song in their lives. Well, it's like, you know, thinking about this, like, this song was a different approach, you know. It was like, this wasn't, start a fire was a prayer. Good fight was a was a uh, uh, an encouragement to us and whoever to keep pushing and perseverance and the testing of our faith develops perseverance. And if we want to be like Jesus, we have to let perseverance finish its work. You know, we have to let that happen. So, you know, and, and Lift My Life Up was that song that kind of came out of, God, am I supposed to leave this ministry? I, I don't know what to do. I'm anxious, and I and God just reminds me, hey, you know, lift your life one day and surrender. And who you are is that you know awesome reminder that no matter where we find ourselves, there's change. And and I'm not a drug addict anymore, but I still need change. And and this song is different because this song, I mean, start a fire was just a prayer at three in the morning, and and just John and I arrived in the car, saying, man, you know, we wish. You know, we wish God would just fan that flame in us. You know, we're, we're we're out there preaching it to everybody else, but what about us, Lord? Mm. And um, but this song is different because this song was was wasn't a it wasn't necessarily a prayer. It wasn't it was wanting to get what does grace mean to us? What do we see it mean in the Bible? And so, I mean, there's so many great verses. You know, Titus uh, uh, two eleven says, by the grace of God, salvation has appeared to all men. Hmm. Um, you know, uh, one of my favorite verses is Ephesians 2, 9. Salvation is not a reward for the good we've done, so no one can boast. I and mean, it leads us right into John 8, which is the woman caught in adultery. Hmm. And, um, you know, I'm that woman. You're that woman. Right. All of us are that woman. All of us are, 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 are stand before God are guilty. You know, in fact, Romans 3, this is a big verse for me on this, is that for everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard, yet God freely and graciously declares that we are righteous. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty of sin. Here's a good takeaway. 
4, God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin, and people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his love, his life, shedding his blood. This, my friends, is grace. Mm, that's you awesome. know? And for everyone whose heart's been rescued, you know, by grace, grace is a miracle. It's the very foundation of what we believe. And the older I get, the more I depend on God's grace. You know, God saved me 12 years out of addiction. And today, the same saving grace that was uh, working there is working now in my life. And the older I get, the more I realize I'm dependent on it. It's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I, uh, I can't wait for people to really dig into this song and to be um, encouraged by it, but also to really kind of submit to the truth of it. I imagine that's what you do when you sing it, um, that it's probably a moment you really look forward to uh, in any, any, well, I imagine all your songs you look forward to, but this one in particular, I don't know, for me, I, I just always find a, like one of those moments when you just take a step back and you're almost like you're outside of yourself and, and you're sort of singing it over yourself. I imagine that's a little bit of what this song feels like. And, uh, and I, I really, I've been ministered to from the moment I first heard it, and I am excited to share a lot of the. You just, you just rattled off a whole bunch of extra scriptures. I'm going to throw into the to the Bible study, so I'm excited about that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I was just, you know, these are all things that we that we talk about, and 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 here's the other one. I, you've got um, Hebrews four, which talks about, you know, same chapter talks about God's word as living, active, and piercing to bone and marrow, and all that. Well, it talks because of grace. It says that we can come boldly before mm. the gracious throne of God, you know, um, and there we will receive mercy and help when we need it most. Um, that's New Living Translation. That's Hebrews 4.16. And it, this, to me, is a song that because of grace, I can come boldly before God's throne and, and I can receive the mercy and, and the love that God has for his people um, in my time of need. And, you know, the more I grow and the more I live, my birthday was a couple of days ago, I'm 35, I'm realizing that my time of need is, my great time of need is usually every single day at some point. Mm. And reminding that because of what Jesus has done, we have access to God, you know, and God counts us righteous. I'm incredible. That is awesome. And thank you for that, because that's actually a little bit, uh, that Hebrews four sixteen New Living um, particular passage is along the lines of what I was referring to about almost being outside of yourself. Like this idea of of understanding coming boldly to the throne of our gracious God um, is is a supernatural gift. I mean, that is not anything any of us can do on our own. Deserve or earn? Yeah, we we can't. And, the only way we get it is by faith in Jesus Christ. Right. That is another thing that's like, I really want this song, um, you know, at the very end, it's, you know, that, that uh, this love is, has took our place. This is all the choruses, and the final chorus is that Jesus took our place. Yeah. And the only way to get grace, to have it, is not by good work. It's by believing that Jesus, you know, um, sacrificed his life and shed his blood. That's how we get grace. And so that's really the big thing as well. It's for believers to know that, hey, you know what? We, we have grace. Let's, let's run to the cross, you know? 
Um, mm. And for non-believers to say, hey, listen, there is no way to have this. You can't get it other than by putting your faith in Jesus. So this is the gospel right here. This is John three sixteen. this song. Yeah, you know, it this is. This is it. No, I agree. And I have, uh, I have one other verse I had thrown in there just give you a, an idea of what I had been thinking about is um, 2 Thessalonians 1.12 then the name of our Lord Jesus Christ will be honored because of the way you live and you will be honored along with him this is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ and, totally. and what you know what Paul's exhorting the, the, uh, that church is honoring him and his name um and his grace can be shown in how you live in the freedom of his grace, you know, and that to me is a big aspect too of this song, which is one, it's the gospel, you know, two, you're submitting to Jesus taking your place to receive that grace. And then three, what are you going to do with that? You know what I mean? Like now that I've been, now that I've agreed, said yes and amen to that, um, how am I going to live? What am I going to do differently? Is there is there some scenario I'm hanging on to, or is there some um, some sanctification the Lord's trying to do in my life, but I'm impeding it? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever felt that? Like, I I could be more sanctified, but I get Absolutely. in the way. <laughs> and I think I find um, I think that's cool. You just talked about reflecting on your birthday and. You know, so I'm just a few years older than you, um, seven years older than you. I'm 43, and uh, or eight years, I guess. And um, I'm every year I think more and more about, yeah, uh, did I allow um, God to grow me more this year? Did I allow to submit more to Him this year? Did I um, did I try to reflect Him? more in both my words and actions? Uh, and and going back to one of the possible inspirations for your band name, you know, uh, and when necessary, use words. But, you know, sometimes display the gospel just in who you are to people and how you, how you reflect him. And I think, I think that's great. I, I think it's cool, too, that you, you already know for sure this is the last single from that record, and we can kind of cap it off and celebrate that. With, like you said, a gospel message, which consistently... That's a, that's a cool thing. All these things kind of point, this is the last... I didn't even think about that. But this is the last one. Boom. What If I was going to have to end my, my, my music career, my blah, 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 all those songs are pointing to this. Because yes. this is... That's why we wanted to write the song of, of what is great. You know, you can call it what you, what you, what you will. Some people call it foolish. Some people call it... You know, not possible, but for those whose life is rescued, you know, God, this is a miracle. Um, and it's scandalous, this, you know, that God himself would bring, you know, would send his son. Um, you know, it's incredible. I, I have a feeling we've already gotten some, uh, some emails about, you know, people concerned about, well, here's the definition of scandalous, and here's this <laughs> and that and this and that. And we've had to kind of kind of ease them into, well, you know what, this is actually – how Paul described, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the cross. And um, but either way, you know, um, regardless of it being scandalous, you know, by faith in Jesus Christ, we can receive grace. We can come boldly before God's throne um, and find the help that we need. You know, every one of us has sinned and falls short, but we're made right with God when we believe in Jesus. I mean, this is this is it. I mean, I I'm just. 
you know, one of the things I, I did have here in my notes, too, because um, I just was kind of, I knew radio interviews are going to start popping up, and it's one of those songs that we wrote, and in the moment it was great, but I haven't really thought about what am I going to say about this song, you know? Mm. Um, you know, if I had 10 minutes to be on the radio, what would I say? And so we kind of went through the other the other night and just were kind of looking, but I think one of the things, like, you know, it is, this song is the story of the woman caught in adultery and how we are her, you know, we're, we're, we are the woman caught in adultery in, in our, in all our, our own ways. But, um, one of the cool things is I probably won't get to share it, but it's important, you know, to remember that Jesus gave her a call to repentance too, you yeah. know, this was not just, and for those who have been rescued and understand grace is not like Paul said, uh, a free for all to, to live however you want to live. In fact, quite the opposite. And as we grow up in, you know all this, but as we grow up in the Lord, um, you know, we, we take less and less advantage of his grace um, and, and, and more um, uh, motivation to walk closer and to be sanctified even more, to, to give in. But I just like that, to, to remind people that, you know, Jesus did. He didn't throw the first stone. He right. forgave her. You know, he didn't, he didn't accuse her. He said, where would your accusers go? You know, well, if they're not going to accuse you, I'm not either. But go and sin no more. Don't do it. Repent. Turn from your sin and, and, and come and find this grace. It's not a, it's not a free-for-all. That's, no, that's that, the work of the Spirit, you know? That's an awesome uh, reminder. And um, in case you, if you didn't know, um, your label mate Lauren Daigle's song, How Can It Be?, is also based on that passage. So the John 8 passage of the woman okay, after, gotcha. uh, caught in adultery. So, so what's cool is, you know, clearly radio has already, she doesn't use the word scandal anywhere in the song, um, but, but that Hillsong United song, Scandal of Grace, we sing it at church like twice a month. So, so clearly, clearly people, you should definitely check that song out because I think it'll help you with that word scandal uh, a little because clearly that's where they were coming from and using it in their song as well. They say right. it, they say it differently, you know. It's it's um, your version, your way of saying it is not in any way sound the same. It's just the same idea that that you know Jesus was rejected in his own hometown. We know that, um, and they they his own brothers and uh, townspeople uh, wouldn't believe in him. Uh, so, so he had to basically do ministry other places. So, and isn't that a lot of the sort of scandal of Christianity today, right? You know, like you get saved and your family who knew you before start rejecting you because they don't, they don't, they don't understand. And so it is a scandal. I, I actually am excited to um, point that out in that one um, Galatians passage. Yeah. And then the fact that we can say that Paul used that scandal on, you know, that. Our pastor called us right up and was like, hey, listen, this is great. And, and in fact, in the original context, he used scandalous as uh, to, de- you know, to describe um, the cross. Yes. You know? and, 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 and remember, the cross was a very offensive way to die. Yes. Um, e- even in the Jewish culture, and John can tell you more about this because he's a smarty fan, <laughs> but you know, he, talked, he was just telling, telling me about how, like, to die on the cross like Jesus did in his culture was absolutely the most offensive um, uh, 
a way to die, most offensive uh, punishment and, and, uh, and on all of that. And so, you know, Jesus took it, you know, uh, it just, it's just incredible, you know. And as I'm thinking about all these things, I'm thinking about even Jesus saying, hey, Lord, if this can go away, let it go away, but your will be done. And, you know, how we have every right to pray the, the prayers that are, that are in our hearts, but bottom line is because of grace and because of what God has done, God's people do whatever it is that you want us to do. And then, Lord, it's easy to say, but God, help us do it. Yeah. Um, even in my own life, you know, help me follow what you want, um, not what I want. And, uh, and that's kind of that conversation Jesus is having with God there in the garden. I don't want to do this, but I will because I know that you know. No, um, no doubt. I, but, but it also gives me peace to know that even Jesus wanted to get out of some of the things that God had planned for him, you know? So I shouldn't beat myself up too bad if I say, oh, I hate this, I don't want to do this, you know? Even absolutely. Jesus is kind of feeling like that. For sure. I. Uh, it's funny because as I was um, combing through some of my own, you know, you talked about some of the notes you, you make, and I think that's that's awesome that you do that to be prepared and really think through kind of the um, theology behind it. I also just wrote about a song called Arrested by Grace, just so you know. And who, who did that? It's a band out of um, the Colorado area, um, Denver, Colorado area called Worship Mob. So if you just want to look that one up. Um, I think I might have, we were just in Denver. I think I, I think I, we just saw them at the Heaven Fest and, I didn't see him play because they played several before us, but uh, but I feel like I, I recognize that name. Yes, yeah, so check out their song, Arrested by Grace, and you'll get a feel in that one um, of the way they express it. And in, it's in a similar tone. Um, in fact, they, they, they specifically were thinking about several of the Second Corinthians um, – uh, exhortations about when Paul went, well, actually Paul started laying out his, his um, bio uh, in second Corinthians twelve nine, And he said to me, my grace is sufficient you for, for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So that's sort of where they were going with, with that one. Um, um, that this idea of, and again, that's another term like arrested, right? You know, scandal, yeah, like arrested. That. You know, these are not these are not terms uh, a lot of CCM people are used to, but they're real. They they they're raw. You know, they do they do talk about um, these these theological terms in the same way the Bible does. And I think that's what that's what you guys do extremely well. And yet they're also you know, hooky pop pop songs that people can relate to, um, but they but they have a deeper theology that I look forward to unpacking. So yeah, you're gonna see um, you're gonna see me unpack a lot of that. I've actually already written like four paragraphs about the song, and I'm gonna look forward to sort of unpacking the rest of it from typing up what you just told me. So as always, thank you so much. You're welcome. I, one of the things that I think is it's cool, and one of the reasons I wanted to get Good Fight out before this is just that same fact. I feel like this is our most straight-up-the-middle um, C 
CCM song. Oh, it is. And it's neat. And it's neat that it's our last one because that way we could have kind of built, um, kind of. And it's also neat that this is done really well. Like, and again, I can't. I'm not sitting here taking all the credit by any means. I mean, it's songwriting is one of those things that just, you know, sometimes you get it, sometimes you aren't. You just have to keep working at it. But, um, you know, this is done well. It's CCM. I mean, we're hoping that it's our biggest song yet, you know, but you've got things like uh, Matthew West has a great song. I mean, that's why we released a week earlier than he did. Oh, great for his. Is, yeah. yeah. And his is like real pop and whatever, but some favors on this, this could really help us as a ministry to continue to, to travel on and, and, um, and, and grow our, our ministry and our reach. Um, but we're also psyched because we're writing for a new record uh, right now. And, and uh, so, you know, I think you're going to get some of the same ish diverse diversity kind of things going on. I'm, we're, we're excited to see what's going to happen. No, that is awesome. And um, I agree, you know, the other, the other straight up aspect of this is it truly is uh, an AC song. Um you know, whereas Good Fight was was more in that sort of CHR category, and uh, and so yeah, I think I think that really puts you in that same space with Matthew West and such, and and you know he gets how to how to pack theology into hooky pop songs too, but this is a different tempo, so I I actually would love to hear those songs back to back. You know, it would be actually cool to talk about um, Grace winning and call it what it is, call it grace. You know, I just think that's, that's what people need to hear. People need those messages. And, uh, are you guys going to do momentum, uh, in September? Yeah. yeah. So you'll get to, you're going to be down there. I wish I could. We just don't have it in the budget this year. I was down there yeah. three years ago. I don't know if you guys were down there trying to make it happen. Yeah, we were, we were farting our, uh, we were pumping, uh, who you are for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was down and I did two nights a uh, night of joy and a bunch of the these uh, devotional interviews. I guess I didn't meet you guys till the following spring, so maybe that's maybe that's why I didn't bump into you. But uh, yeah, yeah, we um, we have our own. We have four radio formats, um, and this year he chose our site owner chose to put a lot of uh, resources into festivals. So he did he did all four of the creation festivals. Um, yeah, East Ictus Sunshine. And West, um, and all uh, festivals we didn't do. <laughs> yeah, well, we had our own. We had our own acoustic stage, just so you know, at all four of those. Um, so uh-huh. if next year we do something similar, I'll definitely make it a point to see if we can book you guys to both get a main stage gig and and maybe come do an acoustic stage, uh, kind of separate um, separate uh, performance on our stage, and then. Um, and then we also do like these VIP fan experiences where, you know, um, people get to kind of come sit backstage or we call it like the selfie row, you know, or get autographs, all this. So we just try to do stuff where we really sort of give them um, additional chance for ministry and, and to really um, to bless somebody. Yeah, it's right. really it's really blessed people. My favorite thing we did, um, do you know the band Everfound? Have you ever heard or met yeah. those guys? I got to uh, at creation last summer. I got to take them over to a campsite uh, for a youth group, and 
and they did an acoustic set around their campfire with with the with the youth group and um the the leader booked it and then we just blessed that whole group of kids they had no idea it was even happening um and awesome. I, I did something similar with the band the city harmonic we went and did the same thing um and then i did it the year before with uh brandon heath actually we uh we took him over to a a campsite there were about 50 kids um they didn't even know who he was. <laughs> they didn't recognize his face at all. Um, so then he starts singing, and he gets to, like, the second line of his song, Give Me Your Eyes, and then everybody's like, oh, I know who you are. <laughs> it just cracked me up. You, awesome. you would probably have a similar experience. They'd like, they'd have no idea who you are, and then you start singing, and then they'd be like, oh, I know who you are. So I weren't used to that. No yeah, big deal. I know, but isn't that hilarious? Like, I, you know, there was all this security and stuff, and they had no idea who Brennan Heath was. So, <laughs> but, uh, awesome. but it was cool. So, yeah, that's the kind of stuff we like to do, and that that totally seems up your guys' alley. Um, kind of going and hanging out with a, you know, a group of kids and just really uh, worshiping with them. So, so yeah, hopefully next year we can do something like that. And I know Pastor Dave said next time you're in my area, uh, let us know. We'd be happy to host you again. Sweet. Well, uh, we'll, we will let you know. Looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. I I will indeed. Well, thank you as always, Chad. Thanks for uh, all your great um, information. You actually, you almost give me too much information, so I'll have to pare it down a little bit. But, uh, but I I think we're, I think we'll be in a great spot to really share with people what, what your heart is, um, you know, as a band and personally behind the song. So as always, thank you, brother. Thank you. We'll see you. All right. All right. You too, Chad. All right. God bless. Take care. All right. Bye bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.